the Batman Universe Comic Podcast. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. Hi, this is Denny O'Neill. My name is Neil Adams. And this is Paul Dini. Hi, my name is Dan DeDio. This is Kevin Conroy. Hey, this is Francis Maniple. Hi, this is Jim Lee, and you're listening to the Batman Universe Comic Podcast. Comic Podcast. Today we are here for a special episode. It is myself and this is Ed, and we are doing a live reaction video or episode, I should say, to the video that we are watching of the DC Rebirth press conference. So we are actually going to. This is going to be completely raw and uncut as we are speaking. The conference is not actually popped up on the screen. We're watching a bunch of. Uh, Panels and art being shown from throughout the years. Uh, we're up to the '80s by my my screen yep. uh, and early '90s. So the uh, we're we're gonna basically discuss as they announce a bunch of different things. I know as you're listening to this, you can't actually hear the press conference. If you, I'm sure I know for a fact the press conference will be back on you know be available to play back uh, from the beginning. So if you are watching. Uh, or you're listening to us, I guess you could pretend this is like a commentary and watch it right along with the press conference. Um, but as they announce the, the stuff related to uh, not just the DC Universe, but obviously the Batman Universe, uh, as they announce things, we will discuss them as they come out. And we're going to try to get this episode released as soon as possible, because like I said, it is going to be raw and uncut with just myself and Ed. So... Hopefully you enjoy, and as we sit here waiting up, oh, we're taking the stage. Uh, Tiffany Sweets from uh, DC All Access is taking the stage, so what are you hoping for, Ed? Well, I'm hoping we get some clarity on what's going on in the, in the Bat Universe and a clarity on the overall continuity, you know? Uh, we, are we having a shared universe again? Are we not? What characters are taking the stage and what ones aren't? Which ones aren't? So Dan DiDio and Jim Lee are now taking the stage. Boy, DiDio just loves wearing baseball caps, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I mean, you don't see him in... Okay. I don't see him much without it. I've been in comics now for 30 years. Um... And I never thought the first ever a live stream DC event would allow us to uh, laugh. Uh, I've been a conference now for a few years. And I never Sam and Paul and Les and Brett and the rest of the telepictures team. All right, so I guess Jim Lee's just going to give us the state of the union here for a second. Yeah, thanking everybody that he needs to thank ahead of time because everyone knows that no one's going to stick around after the fact. It's true, yeah, because everyone will be out of here. And I think you mentioned something, this was actually not happening at WonderCon, but was happening at... Yeah, my understanding is it's a ballroom off the uh, off the convention, outside of the convention. Hmm. I, wonder what the first I wonder what the first announcement will be. 
And where's Jeff Johns? I'm sure they're going to be announcing him soon. He'll probably come out and talk to DC Rebirth special right away. And I, I you know, I noticed when Didio says stuff, they do this this big thing where um, they prefer Jeff Johns to make announcements now because not everyone hates Jeff Johns and everyone chooses to hate Dan Didio. Yeah. But they do realize if they keep making him make announcements that everyone hates, that they'll start disliking him as well, right? Just a thought. We realize we're in a day and age where there's a ton of excitement, a ton of focus on all the great TV shows, video games, and films featuring our characters. But then today, Dan and I, we're comic people. This is what we live and breathe. This is our focus. This is our main priority. And we also realize that, as you guys do, that the comic books really are the source material, the inspiration for all the this great is things the, uh, that you're seeing where Jim Lee in other says, media. Hey, we're we here to talk about comic books, not about the, the movies. So please don't talk about the movies. We've got to keep yeah. that stuff vibrant, exciting, and that's what Rebirth is about. So thank you guys for your support. None of this could happen and I don't think it was or exist without you. Surprised that they did this and that makes it more weekend And I think it was on purpose. So I guess the big question on everybody's lips is, why Rebirth and why now? All right, guys. Come on, let's go. So right, we're so also here talking, rebirth? and let's Rebirth is a very important word to us. But one of the things that brought us to this particular point is, you know what? We've had a lot of success and time. And you know what's funny? I was watching that video, and I see it play over and over again. And two moments happen. I remember the moment when I first started reading comics, because there's a timeline there. And the moment you first started reading comics, and it gets me really excited because it reminds me why I love comics so much. But there's a second moment when I first started at DC 14 years ago. And when I hit that spot, wow, the level of pride years. that I feel for the amount oh, of work man. and the, just Has the, it really been that material, long since he's been the excitement that work king? caused just fills me with so much, like I said, pride and excitement. And it's a commitment that we have to you to make those books as exciting for all of you as it is for us. You know what? And like I said, we've done a lot of things at the time. I've been here in the beginning. Uh, we, we had our time with lead up into Infinite Crisis, which is still one of my favorite moments. We launched Dan a new Dio 52, which is still one of the most exciting periods of time in Nobody's DC Comics. in that room to see. You know, you know but, but sometimes what happens, and you can feel it now, sometimes you lose your way a little bit. Sometimes we get a little <laughs> you, you lost. You feel like you've lost your way. we lose our connection oh, inside of our family. Oh, man. And the whole you know purpose <laughs> of Rebirth today, what we're going to hear to you, is show you our recommitment you to you, the like fans, and our dedication to our characters and ideas. And what this is about is to show you that we care as much as you do about these characters. And we're going to bring out the people to show you that. And the first step I want to do right now is that we had a little teaser piece that ran before this all started. And what we talked about is about the New 52 DC, and everything, but something was missing. Something was missing, and you felt it, and after a while we started to feel it too. And what I want to do now is bring somebody who's missing on stage. A person who exemplifies so much of what DC is about. Who understands our character so well? When the new 52 started, you felt as if something was missing. We just started to realize that something was missing. Well, it's good to know that it took five years for you to figure it out. Things like, I don't know, Stephanie Brown, and here comes our. Thanks, guys. I'm psyched to be here. Looking dapper in black leather jacket. Oh, you guys are sitting down. Yeah, yeah. Your stage, sir. This is like church. We don't know exactly what the standard said. So, okay. So, somebody ring those little bells. One of my, uh, I love comics. It's like, if I'm going to list all my passions, comics is number one. Always will be DC Comics specifically. And um, one of my favorite things about working at DC is that every morning around 8.30, my door opens and Dan kind of walks in. <laughs> and he always has this pensive look on his face. He always has a crazy idea. I call them gr creative grenades uh, because that's what they are. 
And my fellow creators can attest to that. I find so um, weird that he's giving the deal the creative. He came in to me. Uh, came in and he said, uh, "Creative." I'm just credit. telling you a little bit about rebirth and where, where it started. Is this and, just uh, the old? He came in. And he said to me, and he knew yeah. he knew I'd have an issue. He goes, "We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> end the no books at 52, and we're going to driving force of relaunch them, and I want to call it rebirth." And I think he probably saw the look on my face because he almost left. <laughs> and, uh, and, and the reason I, ha- ha- I was kind of skeptical and, and also defensive is, is a few reasons. Is that uh, I don't think it's a secret, but when you say relaunch or reboot, I get skeptical as a comic fan. I always have, but I, I also get hopeful if I know what it's about. And, um, and Rebirth is not a reboot. Uh, New 52, in a sense, what, which we'll come to learn, is a chapter in the ongoing reboot. saga since 1938 of Action Comics, number one, of the DC Universe, and the next chapter is Rebirth. And that will be clear in what we're doing. But so Dan said, so this is explaining it. So basically rebirth is a chapter instead of a reboot. And it makes sense because basically it's basically they're going to treat the new fact too as if it was a crisis. That's easy. We can launch a new Adam Strange book any day. Why? A five year crisis. I love Adam Strange. But the point being is that Green Lantern Rebirth, you know, when, when Dan came to me, we first talked about Green Lantern Rebirth. Um, it wasn't just, hey, we're going to bring Hal Jordan back. I wonder if they'll talk about the actual was, changes. Or uh, the easiest thing would have been, let's just reboot it and start over and so be it, and retell stories, which is not, to me, not interesting. And with Green Lantern Rebirth, it was looking at the, the core essence of Green Lantern. I've said it before, like the, the base core essence of the mythology and the myth that's behind it. Uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, jo- John Stewart, Guy Gardner, and Kyle Rayner, the president. And he's I talking about the original Greenland. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. not so this about the new one, right? regurgitating the past or going backwards. It's about taking everything past and He does realize. And, and, I, and I like John as a writer a lot. And, and the he does realize that Green Lantern Rebirth was to build a the soft reboot of Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. And all the different colored lanterns and everything else. Nothing from the story because it's good. But the same thing, like Flash was the same thing too. But it was also incorporating Wally West and, and Max Mercury and bringing him back and, and everybody else. And with DC Universe Rebirth, like Dan, we talked a lot about it. And I said, look, if we do it, like we need to do this on a big scale. Like what we do with Green Lantern and Flash, we have to do it on a big, big scale, which is exciting to me because I love a challenge. And like, like when people say, you can't make Booster Gold cool. I love when they say that. <laughs> or Aquaman. You can't make Aquaman cool. It's hard. He's... I love it. Yeah, I love it. I, like my whole career. I don't understand when when Dan first offered me Teen Seems Titans like a, a and Mike McCann came over, everyone doesn't it? from Marvel, yeah, everyone said, "You guys are you're doomed to failure." Which is and, fine. Uh, like we all acknowledge they they dropped exactly. the ball. We're happy about but, that. But anyway, the point being, I said, Dan, like if I'm going to if you're going to call it Rebirth, I really I think we got to sit back and really have a have, have a talk with everybody creatively about these characters and the universe and what's missing and what's missing to me. Is I'll explain what happened last October. I don't know if this it was actually it, but there was this giant DC summit that happened last October. And I wonder if Rebirth was the discussion at the time. And so we talked about all that. And I think it probably was, which means that DCU was dead on arrival after four months. Yeah. There's the first half of the cover by Gary Frank, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you who who that hand is, and, and we'll see the rest what? of the cover later, and I'll talk more about the special. But I will say is that. The first uh, half of the cover. When we talked about it, we talked with all the creators. This the first is half the first 80-page one-shot in a long time. And, um, oh, we'll get to see it later. To not reboot the universe. It's not about that. Just like Green Lantern Rebirth and Flash Rebirth took all the continuity and revealed secrets. Looks like that kind of made it all work. 
that's what this is going to do. This is going to like return a character, return a lot of characters. Um, there might be a death of a character. There might be uh, the uh, the biggest secret I think in the DC universe ever. 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 Um, yeah, that's on. Video has said this before about you know something's going to happen <laughs> in that one shot. It's the biggest secret that's no, ever really happened in the DC universe. Um, but anyway, so I'll talk more about that. Dan DiDio so is going to bring side. everybody up that we're working with, all the great writers, some artists on these books, and putting um, the cards on the really table. Man. About this, we just want to be here to show you guys that it's all about passion. We share your passion, and we wanna, we really want to honor these characters, and we really want to move them forward without hey, bringing the clowns. Let me also say. Um, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Snyder and Capullo uh, there today? That no, it's been Snyder's amazing in actually York. working under one Unless roof. Unless he gets uh, Dan, like live streamed. You know, when we did the new 52, we're 3,000 miles Skype apart. Call. And so there are a lot of things that just uh, Skype, didn't fall through the cracks, but there was a lot of lag time between sending ideas and getting feedback back and being able to kind of work in real time. Uh, but about all these characters and the relaunches uh, was amazing. And Jeff has been instrumental actually, I think not the just in the story side, but also on the art side. Exactly right. You don't know yeah. it, but Jeff actually started... You wanted to be a comic book artist, actually. Comic book right? So uh, he has a real keen eye I still eye think some of the characters they introduced to way later in the 52, I think so they legitimately forgot about them. With you, and you'll see that there are a lot of nods and kind of homages or tip of the hats to the classic versions of the characters. We got a lot of feedback when we launched the new 52. We might have gone a little too far. Looks like this, if, if this, if these images are showing true, the uh, so Batman the that was just introduced in Batman number 50, adjustments to the, the new bat suit and, uh, is, that clearly is what they're going to the go. Yep. Oh, showed that on, yeah. on the screen. I think a big new part of uh, looks like Jessica a, Cruz a as the Green Lantern uh, of, of a rebirth too is looking at the costumes and, and saying like, are they are they iconic? Yeah, Black Canary. Canaries, that's, that's a good and I can't upgrade. wait to talk to you guys about Birds of Prey. Yes. The writers are here. It's it's unbelievable. Great book, great book. Yeah, the Black Canary is um, good. But we've been working with yeah, we working with Jim. We've been working with all the writers. We have a writers room at DC where there's a whiteboard as big as this board, and we just sit there and yeah, <laughs> younger Superman. You know what's funny is though we did we had we had we, had, we did have discussions about yeah, goatee, and I said you know about the goatee with Green Arrow was that in my opinion Put him in a hood. every great Green Arrow story he had a great goatee. Like, uh, <laughs> that must be the answer. Yeah, so right. like, but there are, there are like there are simple small things like that. Like Nightwing should be in black and blue in my opinion. Ah, thank you, Nightwing, black and blue. And, <laughs> is he? But That's he, what he just and, said. And, you know, and, and by oh. way. Sometimes these are the conversations we have, and Dan, like, there was... So no more like, black and red about, nightmare. Like, black let's talk, we talk about the core character, who's going to live, who's going to not, like, what, what, like, what it's all about, the thematic, and then when we get the to, costumes, like, the story telling, black or red, exactly and black, and there's an argument. <laughs> I won that one, though. Yeah, because Didio was the one who originally wanted the black and red. We go way back. Oh, was that a Didioism? Yeah. Um, a character dies, but it's in the bloom black eye. Of course, he's been trying to kill him yeah, for I know, 30, 25 years. <laughs> I mean, he does not die. All right. Um, so? You know what? Listen, we're, we're, we're talking a lot about it. We're going to get the, the talent on in a couple of seconds, but I just want to go back to that recommitment to the fan base, and this is really important. This year. Um, so the line itself is going to be a little different. What we're doing is we're doubling down and going twice monthly on our key characters. Okay? So which means that we're not just going to have less... Books out. Would he kill the to dress up? So we're going to have 17 twice monthly shipping. I'm not 14 monthly books that really constitute the core of the DC universe. And some people come to us and say, listen, I'm a little concerned about the the cost and all that. Well, this is our commitment to you. We're bringing the price of our books down. Okay? 
You're bringing the price of the books down to two ninety nine, but if you want to follow one good book, you have to buy two books. And making the way that the price down to two ninety nine, but you have to buy two of them. Technically, we're still like, don't worry, you won't have to buy the, the side issues that we, we are no longer going to be producing. More people in, because this isn't about selling less books at higher prices to less people. This is selling more books to more people. We want the it's biggest funny. fan base possible. It's not about selling less books at a lower it's price. It's, so, right. about, it's about selling more books to more people. It's about selling more books per person. So, I mean, you've taking, heard a lot of details about the line, talking a little bit about the costing, fan base but then today we know more. that it's all about Classic sales strategy. So what we have here, we actually went out and we kind of pulled a bunch of fans and pros, and they're sharing with us the moments that matter in the DC Universe. Training montage. Now we're getting treated to fans telling you what is the best, and Brian Hitch, of course. Well, Greg Rucka. Well, the rumor is that Greg Rucka is going to be on Wonder Woman, so I wonder why that's randomly popping up here. Oh, look, Greg Rucka. Working again with DC, is this possible? I kind of hope it is, though. I hope it is, too. Uh, he had a humongous falling out with them over the Batwoman years ago, but... Time has passed. Well, and two, I mean, remember, like we always talk about, these guys are professionals. They're doing this for a paycheck. Yeah. You know? And it's been long enough. I think it's been about six years. Oh, yeah, there's people that have, you know, gotten bar fights that are friends again after six years. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Time to let it go. That was the moment when I realized I wanted to draw comic books. The death of Superman. That storyline... Ethan Van Skyver's an interesting cat. One of my favorite DC moments of all time is All-Star Superman number six. You ever want to spend an afternoon scratching your head? Follow him on Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> He's got some time. Oh yes. What a very strange, random reference to Batman and the Vampire. Hmm. Okay. Starman getting some love, huh? Interesting. Ben Affleck talking about it. Hmm. Wonder how they got got him. Oh, because he's just during the press junket. That's how. Yeah. Here is our, that was our obligatory anything that has to do with DC Comics. We must bring up Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns once. You know. Welcome the Bat Family to the stage. The Bat Family, here we go. Tom King on the new Batman. Tom King on Batman. All right, all right. Well, I guess that's one that's confirmed, huh? James Tingan on Detective. Tim Seeley is next up on Nightwing. Nightwing is Tim Seeley. On the new Batgirl. Rocking a little Batman yellow, I like it. And we've got Julie Benson and Sean Benson on Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. She's the new Benson and Sean Benson on Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Okay, so I want to start this off because we've had such an amazing run on Batman. 
over the last few years. We've told some wonderful, incredible stories. Some weekly comics, a lot of stuff happening over here. So how did you guys so that's, tackle Batman? That's the, the Bat Creator line. First, I want to know, has anyone else read that crazy vampire Batman? <laughs> 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 I, I need mean, force. Oh, wow, okay. It's homework, man. Homework, man. It's, I got assignments. Yeah, it is. I have the best job in the world. That's what I do for a living. Yeah, I that right. Red Rain? Uh, well, well, Todd, you know, we've, I mean, I'm super excited to be here with all the Bat Group. Um, the plans are great. The books are great. The scripts are great. Um, and honestly, guys, that's like the proof is going to be when you read the comics. You know, when you read these comics by all these great creators. Uh, but Tom, oh, do you want to talk about? Okay. What's so it looks like, like Shauna Benson after such a great run. The Batgirl on the Birds I mean, of Prey uh, writer, scary, frightening, is the writer of CW's The One Hundred. Uh, David Scott Finch and Mikkel like Jannon on Batman is the writers or the artists. And you just gotta, you gotta take the next page and hit it out. That's right? <laughs> um, and. To That's look a good so to look at how to do that, at how, how, Janine, I, I looked at Scott and Greg's run. I looked at I Scott. I just wonder will they be doing uh, each of them? Holy hell! Personal. What is that? Um, and I, I want to do that to cover too. To Who are those people? What I have to bring the, to it? It's and, Gordon, uh, right? Look, okay, this is weird, but I. Well, I no, Gordon's there. Yeah, yeah, but there's two other uh, people. Are you allowed to say that? I got it clear. I sent some emails. Okay. Um. You have your own server right now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I get everything clear, man. I guess um, then the question becomes how they're going to do the art. Yeah, yeah, do you that. think they'll I rotate them per like, issue or they'll each do different parts of the same issue? At, at the madness. I'm guessing they're going to be doing us. one issue per um, month. Job, but that, that would be job to get close as possible to that and not have it um, take you over. And um, and that's what I want to bring to Batman, that, to, to say what makes him special. Because Batman's us, right? Like He doesn't have superpowers. He doesn't have super villains. And I guess we're definitely, what, what okay, so we're definitely keeping the new suit, I guess. That's for sure. He's Which out there just with his yeah, wits like and his will and his family and his obsession. And um, I want to talk about how he See, I don't know who's on this cover. Matter. There's how, two how people in a gray and blue right in outfit. It. One has a B, one looks day. like a G. It still does good. And is still a B, too. Our sign for justice I don't know who those people are. I see Duke Thomas. I see Gordon. I see Batman. And there's two other characters on that cover. Plus vampires. Plus vampires. Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I don't know who they are. He wrecks with it. Um, so... James, we've been uh, we've been having a lot of meetings. Some new characters, I guess. On that whiteboard, we've been listing a lot of back characters because you're they were G's for Flying Grayson, uh, right? which has been awesome. But you want to talk about detective? Yeah. Um, for one, I just have so to detective say, is Eddie Barros and Alvaro Martinez. Eddie Barros, who previously worked on back with the classic Red Robin, Robin. Uh, joining the the direct line. Where is this strong choice? I think he's good. Or, uh, number this is interesting. Looking at the Batman cover for this, they've got really what, what's what appears to be Cassandra. Spoiler: to try new things and be uh, very There's a Robin um, who's definitely in a normal Robin suit, not a red Robin suit. A run that that uh, one brought us sure. a that take one? on Detective Comics that you haven't seen in 933 issues. <laughs> this is Gotham Camp, run by Batman and Batwoman. This is the Batman team book that I've been waiting for my entire life, and I hope you have too. Ran by Batman and Batwoman. Whew. Is that Tim Drake? I have to wonder. Is this Tim uh, Drake on the, the, on the cover? Yeah, uh, we've got spoiler. We've got Tim Drake. Uh, Tim Drake. And, uh, oh, he's going back to be Robin. It, you, you might like that and costume is, is, there. And we've Batman also got uh, Cassandra Kane uh, in her new identity coming out of Batman and Robin Eternal, and we have uh, Clayface. Uh, you know, we can't uh, can't reveal too much about what what he's doing on the team, but he's right there, front and center, and Clayface is like on topping the, team. the whole 
cake is uh, Batman and Batwoman, who will be running this team side by side as a wow. real cohesive unit. I, Man, I family book. Wait. I am so like, pumped Eddie for that. Barrows, look Cassandra at that. Look at that beautiful Bat. art. <laughs> like, this is just, this is going to be, like, I am so honored to be a part of this, and I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's awesome. I, I think your script. I like the fact that Batwoman is taking a prominent Thanks, place back in the universe. Yes. Uh, I have a main question. <laughs> Uh, Tim, you're working on Nightwing. The balloon black suit. Blue black, suit. Right? Blue black suit is back in Nightwing. <laughs> Marcus Toe back on. Oof. You know, I was they are rolling. They're, right they're getting here, some uh, good stuff. Marcus Toe was also on uh, Red Robin. That's cool. <laughs> and Javi Fernandez. Also, like Rebirth again, doesn't negate anything. Hmm. Grayson and his time as Grayson impacts that book quite a bit. Yeah, uh, it's basically, you know, Gr- uh, Grace was about a man who had a family I think that'd be good out book. on his own. And now, I think Celia would uh, do good with that. Yeah, I think so, too. From a legacy of I, think, I think that'd be a good one. Um, here they're showing a cover with Batgirl. Looks like uh, Damien's uh, on there, now Batman. Now kind of starting to second guess if what it would be like to learn from someone else. And we introduced this new mentor character named Raptor. Uh, Raptor. working with great artist Javier Fernandez. So it looks like the Batgirl new costume is going to be, gonna be uh, like your new it. favorite action figure. Fine. Is Raptor. You specifically, Jeff. <laughs> I can't, right, right. I will Raptor, show me a picture of uh, who this Raptor blue. is. What's a Raptor? Blue is the color? You know what? Uh, I just, I just know that I don't type red anymore, Dan. I don't, that's all I know. I gotta say too, like the, the title, they're, they're the title make us wait for that one, huh? Maybe controversial, the title story. The title story is Better Than Batman. Yes. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is the beginning of the, uh, the Tim Seeley Tom King rift is going right now. <laughs> right, right, right. They start out with a lie, so that's cool. That's nice for the whole audience. Uh, so Batgirl. Oh, he's really yeah, gonna be I, the gosh. Dick Grayson <laughs> advocate, huh? Thanks, okay, so Hope Larson with Raphael um, Albuquerque. It's my first Interesting. Work. Interesting. I, absolutely love this character. I love everything really? about the previous run, and it's really exciting for me to come to a book where there's all it's this interesting that Albuquerque's going to play with and just get to run with it. So, um, I'm working with uh, Raphael Albuquerque on the book. That's interesting. That's a really, that's good art straight out the gate. And we are going to be taking Batgirl out of Burnside where she's built this life. And since leaving Burnside, grown up a little bit, and she's going to be going to Asia. Monthly, Albuquerque will have problems keeping up with it. Will it? Finding herself as a person and also interesting uh, promise. She's going to be on a bit of a training mission to level up as a superhero. Cool. So, like, Shangri-La, like, she's going to get the She's going to Asia to level up as a superhero. There's definitely going to be a lot of, like, fighting. So I'm excited to write the spicy scenes. I wonder how that'll fit in with Birds of Prey. my favorite. It's Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. I happen to notice that one of the covers they showed, they just showed off, tan on the cover. Have you never done that? I wonder if that has something to do with it. It would make sense if she's going to Asia. So, Julie and Shauna, you guys come from the land of television. We do. Yes. We're on the hundred. Yes, on the CW. So Julie and Shauna Benson female, come from the one female driven uh, artist so Claire Rowe. Female driven book is very exciting. Uh, yeah, and we so they have pulled a the writers cool of the one hundred off and gave them back Roman okay. birds of prey. Uh, obviously, Barbara Gordon starts is Oracle, in August but, and is going to be monthly. Um, she's no longer Oracle, and somebody's going Huntress, around yeah. pretending Batgirl. to be Oracle. And that's going to be There's another wrong. oracle out in the world. And so we have her joining forces with, uh, well, she's got to, you know, get some help. So she <laughs> to find this person. Uh, Dinah Drake, uh, you know, her old friend, 
oldest friend to uh, help her out. So she's got Black Canary at her side. And they hit some bumps, um, primarily one in the form of the Huntress, who is there uh, back on her mob vendetta. Um, but then once eh, they kind of get over the rough spots, she comes. So she's got Canary and Huntress. Find out this mystery of who's I like there. The black so we get our birds of prey. Costume to go with the new and, uh, we go. We're very excited. Uh, our artist is Claire Rowe. Interesting um, Huntress costume. She's amazing, too. and our covers are by Yannick Paquette. So we couldn't be luckier. And I think the coolest thing too is who is Oracle is one of the arcs, but they're also going to be uh, dealing with a new. Mafia uh, boss in Gotham who is hiring metahuman hitmen. Snake. Snake squad. Doing a cover. Uh, so use your good. imagination for those going. Covers by Piquette. And uh, yeah, we're just so excited. So they're going to be dealing with a new mob boss that's hiring metahumans as henchmen. That'll be interesting. I, I'm, I'm like a... The Oracle I, I like, I like how you raise your so hands. This seems like the, this the is the bat <laughs> kind of laid out here. Yes, Tom? <laughs> Jim, for the last time, I can't tell you what they do in the CIA. Every time. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Um, I'm so curious. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm a super nerd, and um, uh, and I get nervous because Jeff Johns and Jim Lee are on the stage with me. Stand so what, uh, <laughs> what's your overall thought? I read your challenge around the screen. So I just forgot to, to, to say who my partners are on this book. I forgot to, to say that I'm with David Finch, the modern master of comics. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, and Jordi Belair, the, the best colorist in the industry. And it's a team book, and we're excited to bring it to you. And I'm a fool. Those are the best. Awesome. Great. We didn't mention Kelly Jane. I'm sorry. So what did, what did uh, you actually say? Room, is, I was saying, what do you, what, what are you kind of thinking? So this is the all we're, this is the Gotham now. What do you think about? Hold on one second. It looks like they're going to go to the they're going to Scott's um, Snyder. We are very Uh-oh. pleased to announce that Scott is not going anywhere. In fact, he's here in the house. So we're going to bring him Wait, out. Snyder's with, there. What? One of my favorite artists. John Romita Jr. All right. with John Romita Jr. on All Star Batman. Uh, there. So, so I cut series. to the chase and just tell you that Scott and John's new book is called All Star Batman. I just have to say Snyder and John Romita Jr. <laughs> That's not what you said. That's not what you said. You want to take two superstars, and they're getting so Snyder has his own bat. It's all just a ploy. But that's in some ways this could be smart. John Romita Jr., Jock, and Sean Murphy twice monthly starting in August. I pulled it back. Yeah, no. I mean, I've had such a blast on Batman for the last five years with Greg. He's become one of my best friends, and it's been the best ride of my life. But when Greg decided to take a short break. I realized I you still think had this will be continuity free title, especially with our villains. I love. You think that they just let the rest of the universe so become much. the I'm old universe and let Snyder do whatever he wants? So we have the best in the world. I'm, I'm guessing Freeze, that would be the that would make the most sense all of, all of these if they're going to call it All Star Batman. Let him do whatever he wants in his own title. Let the rest of the stuff just go on its own. Well, what if I did the book a little bit differently? What if I invite the best talent in the business, some of my friends, to rock stars and up and comers, John? Sean Murphy, wow. Jock, Paul Pope, He's getting everybody on the Lotte, Paul Richardson, Pope's on there? All kinds of different artists to come wow. and do big, crazy stories with these villains. Incontinuity is one be of like, the best parts of working oh, with these guys. Snap. He yeah. said incontinuity. Thank you for what you said. Also, I can tell you Tom's become one of my closest friends. It'll be interesting to see how this works out, guy, though. Batman is so they're letting Snyder pick the best artist and do all these different stories. Yeah, for a monthly book, it's still within continuity. It's Believe me, like when you write Batman, you always want, like, you know, like there's always part of you that wants like hacky, you know, hacky. But I bet this is his. This is the solo. Like, 
awful. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. like Detective Comics looks like a family book. Like, Batman. Yeah. That's, that's my pen name. It's my pen you know what name. Yeah. This will actually anyway, appease everybody. The, this lets Snyder do Batman on his own, like, doing his stuff, and everyone else can do the family. Came over to Batman, yeah. and I think in the office, that should make everyone happy. You know? It's true. So excited. Because the problem wasn't that Snyder wrote stuff that was outlandishly out of continuity. It was the fact that he wasn't using the other characters that people had a problem with. It's sort of in the spirit of rebirth, which is just brilliant. Which, which means, does that mean that Snyder's other book will be origins, but it's kind him of like and Capullo doing that turn into You know? Kind of having all the villains come at you in a different way. We're doing a bit of redesign on the villains as well that'll be in the line. So I See, this is slightly strange, though. He's he's saying in one breath, you know, it's in the same style of Rebirth. It's in continuity. We're not going to change the origins, but it's our take on the characters. I'll discuss this over Guinness, which actually started off like a series. I don't know if they have all the lined out yet. You know what I'm saying? This is streaming. This is streaming live international? Yes. Holy crap. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Send lasagna. Well, that'll be six issues a month for us I, on the comic I, I, All seriousness aside, they're going to do enough <laughs> Detective Batman and All-Star This job Batman. that I'm in, being cartoonist, is the most fun you could have with your clothes on. It, it does talk about you cannot It does get a little bit to uh, Snyder's pedigree. Right right now, now that I was a flagship writer, you know? <laughs> I'm going to think about the last time there was a title. And it was right called All Star Batman. It was Frank Miller. This is right below that. So and Jim Lee. Jim Lee. And then right below that is. And now the new All Star Batman is Scott Snyder and his crew. That's yeah. that's a pretty big statement. DC Comics. Scott Snyder. And then I get to work on his storyline, which is Batman dragging Two Face across the country in a, in a road show that. I'm really surprised they gave us the Bat Family writers first, aren't you? I mean, I'm glad. Or Midnight Run. Yeah. I mean, like, saves us some time, but. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be like, hey, this is the guy writing Cyborg. Here's Aquaman's guy. Yeah. Two of them button heads constantly about it. It's it's so good that only a, a pint of Guinness could make it better. <laughs> yeah, it's... I'm drawing naked. Yeah, well... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get endorsement from Guinness Beer, by the way. Right, right, right. The fun was, both of us wanted to do something really special for I guess, you guys, I guess, and I've done a lot of really, so for bat questions, I guess it's, it's, uh, it's going to be the, what's going on with the so team books thought, now, right? Batman, Road Warrior, Death Race, on the road, Justice all, League. every assassin hunting him in Two-Face, Monster Well, the drugs, stage is full. So, Bat- drugs, so the basic gist of this is that Batman is with Two-Face on a road trip. <laughs> on a, what a, sounds like a Mad Max, wacky race type situation road trip. Our goal, our goal is to make Two-Face as scary as the Joker. Ghosts make Two Face as scary as the Joker. Oh, we actually have. So, so we never. Well, remember that was what Snyder talked about. Very, very pleased to announce that we have signed Scott Snyder to an exclusive deal at DC Comics. So, Scott Snyder is exclusive to DC. Guiding the destinies of our characters for a very, very long time. Yeah, I'm really honored. Very, very long time. Jim Lee's words. Interesting. So he's not going to be going to Marvel anytime soon. That's for sure. Well, that was the rumor that Marvel was going to try to jump a truckload of cash on him. Black, blue, black, blue, and it's so a very long time, whatever that means. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> His last deal was five years. What do you think they gave him a ten-year deal? Right now, let's welcome to the stage the Superman and Wonder Woman family. Superman and Wonder Woman. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. Let's see what's next. I'm, I'm excited about the Snyder book. I think we just got the best. Dan Jurgens is going to be writing Batman Beyond. Yeah. Steve Orlando on Supergirl. Supergirl is going to be Steve Orlando. And finally, Liam Sharp on Who just recently signed an exclusive as well. 
Liam Sharp. I'm wondering. I'm not familiar with him. Yeah, you know what? I, you know what's interesting? It's an interesting spot right now because this, one of the things we heard wow, so it's we not started to investigate what we were huh? about was just the number of Superman titles we had. And I think we've really expanded the Superman line, but I think we have a real good reason to do it. And you've been working extremely We expanded the Superman line. It sounded like they just announced two. One of the things that, I mean, they must have something else that they have not, they don't have a team out here. Mr. Doomsday. <laughs> uh, Liam Sharp. From now on, right? <laughs> okay, okay. Work on Judge Dredd. And more importantly, Spider-Man. Gears of War. Countdown. Red Sonja. And, oh, this ought to be fun. The guy that is doing Wonder Woman was the writer of Event Horizon. Super women characters. Yeah. I think it's really exciting, and Dan, you're you're kicking it all off with Action Comics. Action Comics, which whatever they based Event Horizon off of, so who knows what the you know Superman and DC, and it's an honor. Jail. He's wrote a JLA story in the past. A Spawn story. To get it to be the first book to one thousand. Tyler Kirkham is going to be on Action Comics. Action Comics one thousand is like the Super Bowl of comics. Yeah, a thousand variant covers. Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Oh God, Jim Lee just said. He just said, Action Comics 1000, we'll do a thousand variant covers. Who's with me? Who's with me? Don't do it, dude. Does become, I guess, a Superman. The sad thing is, that might be the truth. I could see a thousand variant covers, couldn't you? Collect them all. Superman, Lois, and John that we have seen in Lois and Clark coming to Metropolis. But prior to that, Lex Luthor has declared himself. Superman of Metropolis, and that's kind of what gets Superman there. Is this that? Do you think of, it's Lex Luthor's you know, going to be that comic to do in the Superman? Not exactly good buddies. He does not trust him at all. I don't know. It Our seems like what they're going to do is they're getting Lex Luthor to go back to being the bad guy, on it. He's not rather than being a member of the uh, jail justice league. Yeah. Which, which kind of makes Doomsday showing up in Metropolis. Yeah, he has been released in this Doomsday We have another mysterious guest by the name of For those of you who are still listening, obviously the bad stuff is over, but we will still learn some more ins and outs of what's going to happen in the DC universe. So bear with us if you uh, are no longer interested in the other stuff. We do know that Dan Jurgens will still be on Batman Beyond uh, when that when, when that happens, even though they're not going to be talking about it. Um, but it's just interesting to see what else is going to be happening within the DC universe. So stick around if you still want to hear. Otherwise, uh, if you are tuning out because of the Batman stuff being over, see you next week. We appreciate, we appreciate you listening and we'll, hear, and we'll see you next week. someone manipulating things behind the scenes, putting everything in its place, and it's building to quite a big conclusion. Gene. So it's going to be what? Superman, New Superman, Wonder Woman. It's been such a pleasure to work with you. Um, you're an amazing storyteller, and you come at this stuff because you're not typically from superhero comics. You come at it from these, what do you call them? Jim the Ambassador. Ambassador of Young People. Of young people. <laughs> well, I think everyone got what they wanted from the Batman books. Like you, you really, you really come at these superhero comics differently from character and, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm so glad there's going to be a team, uh, a family book. And it's detective. And, it's the main time. Yeah, it's detective, which makes complete sense. And Tinian will be doing it by himself. So that's that's a good thing. I, I'm definitely looking forward to this this lineup. Well, thank you. Really, like I said, it's really both been a pleasure both to masters in a way. I mean, you're getting the team books that you guys won, and I still have to keep my Snyder books. Yep. 
Uh, so new Superman. Superman, you know, the happy people over here. Not just the character. He's actually like this embodiment of a universal idea. I do like There's some sort of new Superman. And what I'm really excited about with this book the is Chinese I get Superman? to take that ideal and, and, and play with it within another cultural context. And in this case, uh, it's the context of Chinese culture, which is Chinese culture Superman. For, for obvious reasons. Uh, sure, the character is Kenji Kong, who's a 17-year-old kid who grew up in Shanghai. Shanghai, I don't know if you've ever visited, but it's kind of like a real-world metropolis. It's it's amazing. It's, is it's he going like, to be a Kryptonian? Uh, a city that is 10... It says he grew up in Shangri-La. Uh-oh. Technical difficulties. 20 years in the future. I'm not having technical difficulties. Okay, so well, it just buffered for me. He's kind of a jerk, and then he gets infused with Superman's powers, and these powers don't just... I guess this is one of the titles where they had to do, right? Yeah. Which was, you couldn't have all meat in the table. You had to do something. You know? But have it something where it's still within a line, though, which is smart. I mean, it's, they do the same thing with Batman. They try new things with the Batman line by adding in, like, books like Black Canary or Midnighter or... Gotham Academy. It's smart to do it in that way. Yeah. No, yeah, it really is. Steve Orlando. I just like saying your, your last name. <laughs> Orlando. You look very slick today, too. <laughs> um, so, Steve, you, uh, I've loved talking to Steve, too. Steve, the other thing about Steve is, uh, when I first met him, it was on the lot, actually, I think, at that Warner Brothers Museum, and we were working at, looking at, like, Batman costumes or whatever. And there's all these big characters around, and he says, hey, you know what I want to talk about? Crimson Avengers. And I was like, this guy is my kind of guy. Like, he loves he loves the, the the DC universe, obscure characters, and all that, and, and your passion. I love it because it's 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 what the books need, and it's what we need. And uh, and I'm really grateful that that you sign on DC. Um, so you're taking over Supergirl. We're taking on Supergirl. We finally have a Supergirl book, absolutely, uh, which is important. Yeah, Supergirl home series. Brian Ching, Steve Orlando. Monthly starting in September. So, Good. Supergirl, the uh, idea that they had... I know I've talked about this before, but I almost yeah. feel the need to reiterate. It was so uh, ridiculous with a Super Bowl girl show that we doing so well. It, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah. On the dumb. And now, we still do have to have to deal with the other Batman universe books coming up, though. We still don't have the Harley Quinn. I feel like they're going to classify that stuff in its own little group with, like, Suicide Squad, because that by itself is probably an announcement. I guess you would have Quinn, Squad... At the same time, not sure how do that. we're talking about what makes Supergirl a little different from Superman. He Looks like Cyborg Superman will be back front and center Supergirl as well. has a different experience. Yeah. She has left things behind uh, in Krypton. And the so costume change from her is palpable, back to her she's traditional TV version. You see that? Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Well, I'm fine with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm on issue with it. I think the only version that I like more than the normal, this version that they're showing, is the version of what she was in, what she wore in Just League Unlimited, which was just like a white t-shirt with the Super logo. On it, yes, it has that offer for her. I just like it because it was like slightly rebellious and instead of just being in line with what Superman wears, yeah, and especially, yeah, that's true. I did like that costume a lot. Cyborg Superman is her father, so so I guess, wait, what, 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 so who signed Cyborg Superman is 
Supergirl's father. Here yeah. That was part of his 52 continuity. continuity. Yeah. They're keeping that, I guess, huh? And give her, like, everything she wants as, as a child. But the problem is, you know, he's a villain now, and he does things in his own way. So when he comes and says, Supergirl, Cara, interesting you, know, you want to be back on Krypton, you want to be back in Argo, well, I could take you there. But something is a little twisted. So Doesn't this all seem like a lot? Will this be like, and I guess this is what you should have done. And by the way, I don't have an issue with this in the world. Maybe that they kind of took all the stuff that worked for the new 52, kept it, and then just flipped the switch back. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and I have a problem with that. That makes way. sense. Yeah, it makes complete sense. And uh, just, just to add on to this, I said that we've expanded the Superman line. There's a couple of titles. Because that if I Detective goes back right to now, me, not the book here, looks like to be. We no longer need a Batwoman book uh, and a 10. And, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, so Trinity is written and drawn by Francis Manipool with Clay Mann. Oh, so this is Manipool's book. That should be good. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be really good. Manipool's good. Superwoman series. Uh, with Emmanuel Jimenez uh, as the co-artist on that. Superwoman. August, and then of course we have our main Bad Superman one? title. Earth two. Uh, that book one? is being written. Uh, by Superman Tumasi, will be written by Patrick Gleason. Is going back with Tomasi. Oh, Tomasi and Gleason are going to be on Superman. Superman that could be good. So this is exciting. Great. Um, on stage here we have Liam Sharp. I've known Liam since the nineties. We actually met on a bus on our way to a soiree, a black tie function at the British Natural History Museum for comic books. This is uh, back in the 90s. There was a lot more money in the business at the time. Uh, and he was like 5'8", super skinny, yeah. and totally it really high, obviously something Remember when we used life. to just make tons of cash <laughs> doing this, fellas? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Jim Lee uh, saved. You took a hiatus from drawing. You, you uh, helped launch Made Fire, the digital uh, comics uh, platform and app fantastic app, uh, but you wanted to get back into the trenches, draw comic books, so you're working on Wonder Woman. I'll just tell you guys, when we launched New 52, my big art get was Greg Capullo. He was a guy that I thought was just a terrific artist, never really did a lot of work or any work at DC at the time, and we kind of wooed him, and we were able to bring him into the fold, and then you guys could, you saw the results of that that uh, recruitment. And so with Liam... Uh, he's They're bringing up where's Capullo? Just sending me, uh, started texting me all these drawings, and this is even before he got the gig. And I was just so impressed with all the detail, the world building you did in the illustrations. So like everything on Wonder Woman's costume, from her shield to the amulets or bracelets, they felt like they had a history, separate story all to themselves that were was kind of independent and existed, pre-existed before the illustration that we even looked at. So can you want to talk a little bit about? kind of the thought processes and how you bring mythology into Wonder Woman. And it's amazing to be back on, you know, the greatest, uh, well, for the first time for me, but on the greatest female character of all time, the most recognizable, iconic character, and be back in the mainstream for me, which is wonderful. Um, but yes, I, I really it's want to... It's be perfect you know, timing for him to get on this project with the, the popularity of Wonder Woman just going, like, skyrocketing. So, um, I can't remember a time that Wonder Woman was as popular, right? Um, I've yeah, just not from this completely mysterious writer. I, I, I still don't know who it is. It's like redacted. It's all wiped out every time I get the script. So you know, this is pretty weird. So he's the artist, but he's not writing. Amazing time on this. Uh, it, it feels like I was born to it. I think it's the. So he's the writer. Career and it's the book. No, it sounds like he's the artist. Uh, just having a, So who's the writer? He just said it was redacted. And part of this event is just this is strange. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is Rucka. Who is this? Who is this writer? There's still is there yep, yep, here he comes. Yeah, like, like, so we, we've been working and bringing a lot of like new writers and um, established writers and 
for Wonder Woman, who is, as Liam says, the... This is, it's going to be who it is, right? Yeah, it's got to be Greg. It's got to be Ruck. Uh, yeah. By far. You guys finally buried the hatchet and moved on. Thank God. We really we really need somebody special. And, and there's a writer that Dan and I know very well. We've worked with for years who loves this character, loves DC, is a really, really close friend of mine. Um, Come on. One of the best writers ever in comic books. I'm very, very happy and pleased to announce. Uh, <laughs> really close friend of mine, but can't stand Dan Didio. Yep. But this guy. Yep. It's Greg Rucka. Yeah. Which, which is awesome because now that the, the hatchet has been buried, that leaves the door open for him to work on other, other books. Yes. Once, you know, outside of necessarily Wonder Woman down the line. So. Yeah, because, yeah, that's a good point. Now that Rucka is back with DC it's Comics, that his feud is over and him and Jeff Johns are literally hugging. Yeah. Um, that means we get to see him. no idea how. Happy. I mean, he was so good in the uh, Bat Universe. Remember all the good stuff he wrote? Yes, so much. So good. So good. And his writing to me is to lose him to Marvel was crushing. You know, when I met you, you were doing No Man's Land, and I was like, "How does he write so good?" It was amazing. And this isn't meant to sound mean at all, and I think this is the right thing to do. But Lee Johns and Didito are definitely rubbing a little extra ass smoochery here. You know? Oh yeah, just smart. Very smart though. Yeah. Couldn't. Oh, Nicole Scott will be in there on Wonder Woman as well. She's yep. a good artist. It's very From Earth exciting. Too. Twice monthly for that really, book really as well. Um, the work that Liam's doing and, and the rapport we already have, I think, is amazing. Uh, we, we, we'll talk about Great. the one, I think, uh, what we're planning in a second. But but mystery artist. He's a good uh, guy to have in your staple of writers, too. Uh, because... You know, a lot of times the big events with the crossovers and stuff aren't just the Jeff Johns or whoever's on the title of it. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these covers. Are yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. Well, I'll, I, yeah. I, I, I like a good one. So I don't know if you can recognize now they're, that. Now you see that on Super um, on, on Wonder Woman, they're golden back to the gold. You see that? Or, As opposed uh, to the silver for her accents on her costume. In the so the way he's wording this is interesting because he's the first person who's actually said this. He said they're going to be telling two consecutive stories in the books with two different artists. That'd be awesome. Basically, that's a really smart way of doing it. Try to reconcile some. I'm totally in for that. Growing inconsistencies in her past and 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 in her life. I wonder if that'll the, be the, the case for some of these other books that are shipping month or twice monthly. Two concurrent storylines. Yeah. Uh, are called Wonder Woman Year One, hmm. and it's being drawn by Nick. I think that's going to probably be true, except everything but Snyder's. So they're telling a flashback story of Wonder Woman Year One. This is uh, Nicola Scott is the artist, and then a modern day Wonder Woman story. Yeah, since we met over a decade ago, so it really was a once in a lifetime opportunity, and we kind of had to take it. Also, and makes you wonder if they do the and to get to tell these um, stories about Diana right now when they do this is smart. Yeah, this is really That's smart to do the year one story now because they're going to be having so many more right. people coming into potentially reading that title. Yeah, and don't forget, Stu, we've got uh, Wonder Woman Earth 1 comes out this month. Yes. So if you're a Wonder Woman fan, there ain't never been a better time. Wonder Woman and Superman, though. All right, so what are we going to move on to next? Are we moving on to the Justice League characters? Or? Well, I'm kind of curious what they're going to do with the Green Lantern universe, which has now, I think, been downsized. Remember when the New 52 started, they had five books? You know? Give a big warm welcome to the Justice League family. The Justice First League up, family. We are Here we go. Have Tony Daniel on the Justice League. Tony Daniel on Justice League. Really? As the That's artist. Okay. Josh Williamson, the fastest man. No, he's just writing about the fastest man on the Flash. 
Josh Williamson is the writer on Flash. Okay, I can live with that. Robert Venditti on Hell Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> Sam Humphreys on Green Lanterns. Next up we have John Semper on Cyborg. I can live with that one. John Semper on Cyborg. I can't believe Cyborg stepped twice in my life. And Dan Abnett on Aquaman and Titans. This is the rowdy bunch. So who's got Green Arrow? Are they not doing this? Right? I guess they're not doing with this group. <laughs> or that, or they just don't have anybody out. Yeah, sure. It'll be interesting to see where Greg Capullo goes after he comes back. Now that we know Snyder's going to be on a series with so many humongous artists. I still bet they just run through eight months of, you know what I'm saying? And then Capullo becomes the new standard artist on how have you worked with them and how have you brought the stories to life? Well, I mean, we've been... So who's the... We've been working... Uh, who's the Justice the writer, League writer? Uh, you know, a lot. Talking uh, they to didn't Brian say Hitch, yet. Writing, Let's see. Justice League, taking over Justice League. There you go, Brian Hitch. Uh, but it's been great just to get to the court. court okay, so Hitch is writing Justice League. League. Well, Tony Daniel is the artist. Tony I can go for that. I can work. I work. Well, Daniel's a good artist. He's just not a wow, great man. I'm working right. with Brian Hitch. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, so the question is if... So... This guy is just killing it. Okay, so if Second of all, I Fernando Barcerin from I Batman Eternal is also going to be interested, that's interesting. <laughs> anyway, Jeff Johns is leaving Justice League, obviously, because Brian Hitch is it. So what's he going to be on, if he's going to be on anything at all? I don't think he's going to be on anything at all. And I remember saying, that's the kind of book I want to do. I think he's going to be about the rest of the business. You know what I'm saying? I really want that kind of like energy and excitement. And now, finally, I get my opportunity. And I'm working with... He's going on a six-month crusade to build up uh, belief that the DC head-ups executives still know what they're doing. Yeah, that's 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 his next project. Well, he might have his hands full, though. Yeah, yeah, maybe a year. It's really exciting to to be a part of it. We got a couple new Green Lanterns on that. We have two rookie Green Lanterns to kind of uh, throw everyone a curveball. Uh, one is uh, named Jessica uh, Cruz, and the other is Simon. Bass. You know, I have to say it's interesting that. The Justice League is going to feature two rookie Green Lanterns. and Cruz. Specifically because you look at, I'm looking this at this from the perspective of, we know that the Justice League movie in a couple of years is not actually going to have a Green Lantern. And they, I read an interview saying that they're not, they're not having, they don't have any plans of bringing Green Lantern into the Justice League until at the very earliest part two of, you know, the, the Justice League part two film. So it's interesting because and then we also know that the Green Lantern film is not going to be a Green Lantern film. It's going to be a Green Lantern core film. So it's interesting because it's almost as if they're getting away from the focus of just Hal Jordan. Oh, I think they're doing, I, I think that they are. And, you know, Simon Baz was a character that was created in the New 52 that he was just gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he was here, then he was in Justice League Canada or whatever the hell, you know? Then he was International, just, yeah. And then he was just gone. Um, I'm kind of okay uh, with sure, this. Like a lot of, uh, like myself. I'm kind of okay with it. I, I, I don't mind it. I mean, all my favorite. We've had so much of the other GLs over the year, and it sounds like there's already got Hal Jordan has his own book. Fifteen years ago, I you know, kid. So it's not like he's getting shortchanged. Who came up for an autograph when we talked about comics, and ever since then, I think we've all seen him at conventions, and he's. I like the idea of hitching to the end. That'll be good. Become a great writer. So the point is that anyone who wants to be a writer, 
can be a writer. Don't stop trying to be a writer. Um, Josh has uh, come to D.C. and he, had, he, he, he can pitch you what he pitched Dan, but uh, he's done a lot of great books and we're really psyched about his Flash when it's going to be. I uh, went to Dan last summer and I said, I love The Flash. I want to write The Flash. This is what I want to do. And Dan said, no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm going to have to jump in. In my defense, he was sweaty. <laughs> I did talk on the shade of it all. By the way, Dan's first response to everything is no. Joshua Williamson on the flash. Twice on Twitter. And then I came back and I said, no, this is something really important to me. This is a story that I have to tell that I really, really want to tell. And the story that we're doing with the flash is a speed force storm shows up over Central City and starts striking all over Central City, hitting tons of people. And we end up having dozens of new speedsters. So this just interesting. Has to train interesting. Dozens of new speedsters. Some that are afraid of the powers. They just want to live normal lives and they don't want to be speedsters. There are some that become criminals, of course, right? They use powers. They're going to go out and commit crimes. And then there's one who becomes a killer. Uh, and that is him up there. That is Godspeed. For people unfamiliar with Joshua Williamson, the, uh, he is from Image. Comics. The uh, artist he on created the book Birthright is and Nailbiter over there. D. John um, Monaco. Domenico. And Domenico. Ghosted and Dear Dracula. So this guy's been, this is his first major book. He's always been creator and uh, things before. And, and Neil Gouge, we've been uh, working on this. Some, book. Neat, I mean, some neat looking costumes in here. That's a Godspeed guy. looks cool. To draw this book. It is amazing looking. It has so much energy. Uh, I really cannot wait to share this story with you. We've been working on it for so long. It's really important. The story sounds really interesting, I have to say. It does, also, actually. Uh, oh, and, yeah. Well, we're also, just so you guys know, you know, a lot of these titles get a, a rebirth special as well, and there is a Flash rebirth special um, that comes out before your book. Yes, and it ties in you a lot. You can't talk about it. No, don't say anything. Oh, I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> and John's like, and if your if Flash Rebirth special is uh, better than I mine, would, I will I stab you in the neck. I wouldn't get murdered. You know? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just saying it right now. Do good, but don't do too good. Um, that's awesome, Josh. Yeah, really, really thank you so much. Um, his scripts have been great, too, guys. Like, it's, it's been really awesome. So just Mr. find Justice League book, then. We don't know. Uh, he's launching Hal Jordan. Well, there's a JLA book too, isn't there? For a while, I uh, passed the baton to him gladly. Yeah, and, there uh, is supposed to be. Say, yeah, like, I, there's got to be another group so of Justice League people because so of Green Arrow and the rest. Of yeah, there's got to be either that, either there's a whole other group, uh, or Jordan, they're just going uh, to roll off the rest of the, the <laughs> books. I did yeah. send you that power battery though. I know with, <laughs> with the popularity of Harley Quinn, they have to bring out Connor Maliotti, right? I've read the scripts. I've talked to. We had a lot of conversations with Roberts. Done an amazing job, but the, the character I'm most there's no chance that, that they don't roll out Connor picked and up, um, is Sinestro. I think you write a Sinestro that, like, I love reading your Sinestro. I think he's, uh, he's, he's as nuanced and, um, dimensional and interesting as ever. That's pretty good praise, him. by the way, when Jeff Johns tells you you write Sinestro well, <laughs> when he was the one who redefined how you write <laughs> Sinestro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's pretty good. Ethan Van Skyver back on Green Lantern. Uh, Skyver's a good Green Lantern. He, I mean, he, he did Rebirth with Johns, didn't he? Yeah. Rafa Sandoval. He's done some pretty good What we're stuff. doing for our story is... Still uh, haven't had a Kelly Jones this setting. This isn't the story I think you're put on this earth just to... Bring up Kelly Jones? Just to mess with me yeah. and Astros bring up Kelly Jones. Never fired yeah. a shot. And we open Rebirth number one with him parking... Well, if, I, if I had the pool, I would have done a fake... 
in cat the story to your to your house that said that Kelly and Jones was going to be writing cat all cat Batman characters. books and drawing it to be work on this book with Ethan Van Skyver, who is obviously. And I would have been like, well, I guess it's done. now the time uh, to retire. Right. <laughs> nothing to see here. Cosmic scale, so well. Really, a very exciting project to be on. Beautiful, and also John Skyver will make the art good there again. Yeah. Sam Humphreys, what are you doing? Can we get yes. the new green? Yeah. The new yeah. green yeah. Yeah. So I think they're bound to this. He's the trouble. He actually makes up for everybody. He's the worst troublemaker there is. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Uh, Sam, I've known a long time. He's been at Marvel, um, doing his thing there. Uh, you can plug that yourself later. Um, but we've got him. We've got him coming over to DC now, and yes, yes. I couldn't be more excited. You know, I, I haven't written a Green Lantern comic since I left uh, four years ago, maybe now. Um, We're pulling you back in. Pulling me back in. Pulling you so, back in so, the Rebirth. Yeah, with Green Lantern's Rebirth, I'm going to be co-writing the, the uh, one-shot with, with Sam, um, which is great. Ethan Metzger drawing it. Boy, you knew he wasn't going to give that one up, right? I'm so excited that you're yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like Green Lantern Rebirth thing, can it define my career in Green Lantern for generations? I'm going to co-write that, so don't step on my toes, kids. Simon Baz. Ooh. And I, I, oh, so Green Lantern. Oh, so that's interesting. So not only will Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz be the Green Lanterns in Justice League, they're going to have their own book. It's like they're partners. Yeah. So it's really like they're pushing Hal to the max. Really. So I bet you'll see Hal and the rest of them dealing with. They'll be the cosmic Green Lanterns. You know, yeah. Powerful weapens in all the DC universe. Oh, there's a. Looks like Belize will be back. And Red Lanterns in the background. Control the most treacherous sector. Actually, I'm really looking forward to that space. And that's the plan. I think that's this could be fun. Uh, we're gonna bring all of the Green Lantern mythos crashing down on their heads, whether they're ready for it or not. And what do we say this book is about? It's about courage over fear. We're to put these characters to the ringer and really find out if they have the courage to overcome their fear. Green Lantern really like, needed to uh, shake up. Yeah, go for it. It did. I mean, it, it had gotten kind of yes. not great. Right. Complacent. It got super complacent yeah, after the new Fifty Two. Yeah, it really did. And they then the uh, the recent um, Hal Jordan on the run with the power gauntlet it just got yeah. silly. It's going to be a huge challenge for Jessica and Simon as they learn what it takes to be a Green Lantern. And, uh, you know, we've had, this one of the, this is one of the best, like, you know, I have to wonder if they're putting all this focus on Simon and Jessica and Green Lantern and with Justice League and stuff. I wonder if they will be members of the Green Lantern Corps when the movie rolls around. I almost feel like it's given that they would be. Well, because it would add some distinct diversity to what I was about to get to. If you look at the diversity angle, what says more diverse than putting a Muslim American Green Lantern? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. much fun to work with. I mean, yes, absolutely. Remember Baz's storyline? Sending in layouts and circling like the mainstream media coverage, CNN. Yes, yeah. tons of it. Because remember, he got his ring really when he was locked up in yeah. Guantanamo Bay. So it's a, yeah. it's a gorgeous book. Just can't um, I don't know if DC Entertainment would have the cojones to put that on the big screen, but uh, it would be interesting. So you want to? I mean, you I'm gonna, I can introduce John because John and I go way back. Uh, John comes to the world of animation when I was in Model the World of Animation. He was actually the story editor on which I think one of the best runs of the Spider-Man animated series back in the 90s. Thank you. Um, um, and we've been talking for so long trying to find a way uh, to work together, and I'm really happy that we were able to connect and bring him aboard for something. Listen, I love the deal yeah, I mean, sometimes, and I understand he's the head of the brand, and, you know, we met but don't praise time. Marvel. 
whatever you do. He should never do that. Yeah, just don't. Trust me. I mean, don't get me wrong. Spider-Man animated series, great series. But you shouldn't be saying that when you're representing your company, which is the rival. You could have been like, Batman the animated series, great animates. Just don't bring it up. So because trust me, you're not going to see Kevin Feige come out and say anything good about Batman versus Superman. Yeah, exactly. Um, so don't say anything nice about that. Sometimes I really feel like that, uh, um, there's a whole concept we've only got, uh, like DC, Marvel's playing by one set of rules and DC's playing by another. Oh yeah. You know? Some point like DC still does the, well, you know, it's not polite to run down the competition and don't say anything if you're not going to say anything nice. Meanwhile, you've got like every actor attached to a Marvel movie bashing the hell out of Batman versus the DC stuff. He calls that it does feel like you got two sets of rules. Well, in the case of but Simon, you know there is. I mean, listen, there is something Simon. something nice about the you know, stay classy scene. You, go. Yeah. you know, where does the soul of the machine end and the soul? I'm of shocked that Cyborg's twice monthly, aren't you? So it's. I am, but knowing that it is going to be one of the movies, I, I like. I can, I'm not like. It's funny because one of the rumors was all this stuff is going to be tied to the movies, and it's not like the stories are actually tied to the movies or the TV shows. It's as if the characters that they're putting the focus on are the ones that are tied to the you know the upcoming films and stuff. The question is, you know, Supergirl gets her own series, but only after the TV show proves success. You know what I'm saying? Good like, point, yeah. That's a good point. Um, plus, I'm going to comic book school. I mean, look at the talent on this. <laughs> My only issue with the Cyborg one, too, is you know, all the Cyborg film is like three years. You know what I'm saying? Brilliant, brilliant. I'm already learning lessons like I love that. Uh, I love that. Uh, I was that, going uh, to use the snarky pen name, mark from like, Look at all the talent on the stage, except for Dan. <laughs> I mean that. Oh. Yeah. I was going to use that vampire villain from that Batman. <laughs> Andy Dio, you <laughs> sir. That's good call. Good call. Dan. Anyway, we're having fun, so I hope you yeah. will have fun. Too. And you know, let me pitch out one thing too that John pitched that I, I for me as, as a writer, I haven't uh, figured out yet if uh, Andy Dio is like just small, a genuinely nice guy or just is. So used to being a punching bag, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he like Sarah Charles he is the butt of a lot of jokes that are made in his presence. So he must have either a great sense of humor, or he's just blind to it by now. Yeah, she points out to him that the beauty of seeing someone perform live is that you don't know what they're going to do next. That spontaneity is part of the human spirit, and that starts to begin him thinking that, you know, he's got to start getting in touch with his human side. Uh, also, you've got this character that's been in, you know, traveling in outer space and fighting all these incredibly epic kinds of uh, 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 battles. But he also happens to be a black man living in Detroit. Well, they do seem to have a direction here. It seems like they thought it out. You know, that we're going to kind of explore. So this is... I, I wonder, too, with some of these, say, is how many new people they're going to bring in. You know, how many people are going to pick up a twice month with, with the commitment of two books a month on something like Cyborg, if that will detract from people right, trying Dan, it out. Hi. Hey, Dan. You, 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 you might just throw three bucks a month at a new book, but then all of a sudden six is a commitment to read a book a month. That could be something that... Guardians of the Galaxy. Brought it back a little bit. Uh, great stuff in Guardians of the Galaxy. Thank you. But so you're coming to work on. Merchant mentioned Guardians the of the Galaxy. Popular, it's, I swear they're using two the different sets of rules here. Character, the character you might go. Wow. Guys, stop Aquaman. saying nice stuff about the competition. You're the Red Sox. You're the Yankees. So two different writers on Aquaman. 
two writers. Though. I mean, one of the absolute Walker. primary characters of the DCU. But unless he's just a co-writer, kind of like the way the Patrick Gleason was made co-writer. I think Ben Robbins. I think he's the lead artist, and I think that's what sure it is. Yeah, this is a this is a a, a really big story. We're just we're just gonna. Run with you know, it is funny. The one thing this panel uh, is doing, and I don't think it was on purpose. Look at the amount of, I mean, with Green Lantern, Flash, and Aquaman. Atlantis, these were three characters so that he's such a combination Jeff Johns really is, fixed think, in him. You know what I'm saying? Arthur's attempt to, yeah. I mean, Green Lantern was not, before Jeff Johns took it over and invented all the different colored cores and all that, it was not as big as, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, he was, he was like a Green Arrow side character. A nation of the world. And Aquaman before the New 52 was a joke. So, and the surface world is, 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 is worried too. Um, we've got uh, Brad Walker who joined me okay. in various cosmic and Aquaman's twice on, monthly on which is an amazing amazing job. I mean, that um, a huge surprise there. Yeah, because it's not a huge surprise. surprise. That, would, that would be a big job uh, for uh, But it basically comes it, down to every right, single person has opposition and uh, who uh, is part of the Justice League in the movies uh, will be getting their own twice monthly series. Is Suicide Squad is that a twice monthly or is that a single month? I thought it was only monthly but we also didn't know when it was going to be releasing because it wasn't announced for August. It was like that obscure fell fall, yeah. I will say too again because the thing that I really respond to is when it's going to work and the character work that Dan's doing on Aquaman and Mera, uh, who is, as we both say, one of the greatest. Mera's fantastic character. Strongest yeah, yeah. female characters, um, and heroes, period. Yeah. In DC. But there's a great scene that. Are they gonna drop the marriage Arthur thing? Takes, sorry, Can they get married again? Arthur <laughs> takes, uh, Mera to the restaurant that he went to in my first issue. First issue. Now, he takes Mera there, and she tries clam chowder for the first time. <laughs> and that to me was just I like I'm like the black man is so great like all this but man that that little clam chowder it's, the, it's about like, people it's about yeah. people yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's about people yeah it's about characters and and I think that's really really important is that uh, we talk a lot about, about I love that they're saying that that is what they just said you know like it's about the people it's yeah. about and, and I'm hoping that's across the entire line. It's not just, right, yeah, I, you know, not, not just, you know, a couple issues that they're going to, they're mentioning, but like the whole thing that, that I think was missing so much from some of these other things was that there was, there, there was just like the humanity and like the family aspects was all missing. Brett Booth uh, on Titan. We've Whoa. got legacy characters. We've got Nightwing. Really? We've got Donna Troy. We've got so the, the Aquaman writers doing. Many uh, Aquaman writers. Nightwing's on the team. Uh, and and these, the, I think, more this book more than anything else represents. One so of the Titan's led by Nightwing. These are legacy Hunter, characters. Is that about DC's heritage. No. These are about characters that are are, are, are either trained. Seriously, by or you don't. By you, are you talking about the green hooded character? Or are you talking right, about? And that's fantastic because it shows the development. This is the one on the, the left. Characters and they're also uh, this is really. I can't believe you're asking. Me. That looks like Donald Trump. I know it's But as to what actually happens, in and the if book, anybody's a regular listener, will I buy it? Yes. Jeff told me not to say it. Do it. Do it. Titan Sun does. Don't spoil, this says spoil something. I'm not spoiling something. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. It says it. You gotta do it. It says spoil it, Jeff. Spoil it. Titan Sun does tie directly. Plus, we've kind of buried the lead, too. A tie that will be Think about this. I want to see this next Titan's book. Because it's, uh, it's got to be the Damien book, right? Excited about how and why. Because if Tim Drake's uh, becoming Robin again, this is interesting. This is interesting that he just said that Jeff Johns just said that the DC Rebirth special that'll come out in May specifically ties into something that's occurring in Titans Hunt and then leads into what's going to happen with Titans. Hmm. 
Fabic. What's he gonna go on? Fabic? Yeah. Hello, hello. He's not listed. That's interesting. They didn't listen for him. What's he gonna be doing? <laughs> All right. Well, first off, I just want to say that Teen Titans. Yeah. Please. Been amazing. It's, you know, when I read Blackest Night, I wonder uh, if he's gonna be writing it. I said to myself, man, it would be so awesome to work with this guy, and uh, it's just become a dream come true since he called me at midnight. Couple like of years ago, to talk over Justice League, we've become great friends, and I feel we really have a strong collaboration. And uh, what we have what planned for you fans, what are they doing? Fifty is going to. You start talking about Justice League Fifty. Jeff loves to put no, it's, the that's last page of every issue. Start. He loves to put that bomb drop. You know that one thing that is really going to make you. You know, you're going to be talking uh, about uh, with your friends and, and people online. Well, Justice League Fifty's got. Well, the. the the uh, thanks for those kind words. Yeah, I'll pay you the twenty bucks later. <laughs> but uh, I, I think you guys have seen how amazing Jay's become on the art. I wanted to be huge props to that. Like over the year when I called you at midnight, which I, I like texted him through. I didn't even have your email. I think I was. Why is he out there? What books he got? I was like, hey man, uh, I'd love to talk to you at some point. Hoping you'd be up, and you're like, oh cool, can we talk tomorrow? I'm like, I'm like, sure, if you want to wait till tomorrow, and then you're like, okay, I can talk now. Uh, <laughs> And then it was midnight. And well, in your defense, nine o'clock in California. Right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's midnight there. And the truth is that when Ivan, uh, Ivan moved on from Justice League, like Brian Cunningham, my my amazing editor, and I talked a lot about what what uh, you know, who would who would come on. Jeff Jones really does get some good writers, to, artists to work with him, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He, he does a lot of good job of getting writers or artists that aren't like huge names and making them huge names. That's because true. he has an have, eye for talent. You do have something that we reveal. At That's the end really of the true. War. It's, uh, do you remember that scene in Justice League? I think it was 42, where Batman gets on the Mobius chair. And what is the question? Here's some trivia. See if you Listen, know your own As much as I love watching Batman Jeff Johns and Jason Facebook wax philosophical about Justice League, right? right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, man. Who killed my parents? And it says Ping. That was right. It's right, Joe Chill did. And then he says, what's the Joker's real name? And he hears something and he says, that's not possible. And I think a lot of people were like, oh, we're never going to hear what it's said. Are they going to have a series based off of that one situation? (laughs) And you know, we have a little teaser. I know Jeff. Don't show the teaser. Show the teaser. Let's show the teaser. Just for like one, two seconds. You guys want to see the teaser? Oh, snap. That's it. Okay. Take it away. Okay, okay. Pull it off. Is that Joker book? No. <laughs> no, no. You guys, it'll all become clear when we get to that story, but, but we've got some good stuff planned, I think. It really you know, and it's funny, just sitting here right now. They're not saying what it is. What kind, of, what kind of junk is that? Five years in the past, and at least five years in the future, Just League's been in amazing hands. So, great work, everybody. Thank you for all joining us here for the Just League. All right, now what are they going to call the rest of the books? The other guys? All right, you guys, we've got you know? another group to bring up here we've had to talk even DC. more about the DC books coming out in Rebirth. Right now with the Suicide Squad and Harley Quinn team. I like to call them a real-life Harley Quinn and Joker. We've got Jimmy Palmiotti oh, and Amanda Conner. They're taking over Harley Suicide Squad? Do it. Oh, no, okay, okay. Harley, they're on Harley of Quinn. That's our surprise. Yeah, they're keeping on Suicide Squad. Palmiotti and Gray keep Harley Quinn, of course. Philip Tan, really? Oh, uh, artist, artist on Suicide Squad. I applaud you guys for what you've been um, able I think to do with the Harley art. franchise. I mean, we've talked a lot about the trinity of characters: Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. But you really have made. Harley Wait a minute, there's no writer out there for Suicide Squad. DC, 
and you guys have done yeah. it a completely so different So this fashion. is going to be the, another one of those. The approach. Just want to know as you guys go forward. The I mean, who could it be? By or twice monthly. Are you guys just? Gonna so what about John? What if he did it? Feel pressure to do something kind of novel and creative. <laughs> uh, it's it's actually going to be more of the same madness plus. Yeah, Harley yeah. Quinn's not so changing at all, but will be twice monthly starting in August. Uh, artist change. Yeah, we're gonna, we have, you know, we nope, have that's the same. Oh, no, that's who's been working on the Auden, series. Tim, Connor Austin, does stuff occasionally. Yeah, yeah, occasionally, yeah. We can't lose with these and guys. She's a pretty good artist, actually. And uh, for us every month, it's to challenge them how much, you know, you guys already know this, how much can we get away with? Right. Is, is the, uh, is, a lot. Uh, those guys. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great well, when you guys are really worrying about other fires that we can yeah. sneak in and get some craziness in the book. But we, it's, you know, it's a book about fun. And, and I think the audience is really reacting. We were having, a, I was having Amanda Connor sign something for me one time. And I had to break away from her. I'm like, don't you have other people to talk to? Yeah. One. Uh, so the mandate to all the artists was really a nice close crop shot of the, of the yeah. face. And this is what they came up yeah, with. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Camera didn't need to be that close, but. Yeah. So Harley Quinn says absolutely yeah, the same everything. Yeah. Yeah. No change. Makes um, sense though. Actually, I mean, no, it really it's, does. It's, um, see, that's the thing about the, the rebirth is that we're not really doing a rebirth book, but we were talking about doing a Harley Quinn afterbirth book. <laughs> oh. So. oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's where we get cut off. Okay. Did he say, did the whole series set after rebirth? No, the, no, they said instead of doing a rebirth title, because they're not really changing, they're going to be doing, they talked about doing an afterbirth special. Sure. And that is a... That's disgusting. <laughs> and uh, the funny part, the, the so who's writing part Suicide Squad? Shipping twice a month too. <laughs> so oh I know you're thinking that's amazing that he's going to do that. No, yeah, Suicide Squad is twice a possible. month. Possible, and the way it's going to be possible, and in fact, all the twice monthly uh, books, we have a team of artists working on each book, and we're really proud of the pairings that we put together. We try to find people that had not necessarily the same styles, but same sensibility. Glad that they're really explaining the idea, the way it is, the artists, and how it's going to work. Yeah, the writer and the editors. And Philip was my guy for because that was one of my genuine concerns going into it was how fast the art could fall apart. You know, and just kind of how we're going to stylistically. I mean, not to bring up a bad subject into this, but Eternal turned into you know. You want to talk a little bit about what Suicide Squad means to you and. That's book. really flattering. You know, from D. Jim Lee. <laughs> Rob Williams with Jim Lee and Philip Tan on Suicide Squad. Jim Lee and Philip Tan wow. on Suicide Squad. Wow. But hey, it's no longer the ambiguous fall. It's coming out in August, so that we don't have to worry about the, the situation we were talking about before. And it looks like Killer Croc is going to be on the team, along with Katana and Deadshot based off that cover. So they're definitely going in the direction of the team that's going to be focused on with the... Uh, with a movie, the that's a good call because well, that's Katana, well, Croc, Deadshot, that Harley, oh, yeah, yeah. Killer Croc, uh, Killer Croc, uh, and I'm Harley sure Quinn, that at some point they could throw Enchantress uh, in it. You know, uh, this makes smart well, sense though. Since Suicide Squad Katana, comes out in August, right, you want right. number ones of Harley Quinn, Killer number Croc ones of Suicide Squad on the rack. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. that make, it makes a lot yeah. of sense. It really does. It's interesting to put Jim Lee on the book though. I wonder how long he'll actually stay on the book, though. So we're gonna really play up the Don't you think it will kind of? And I don't mean this because I think Phil Tan's a good artist, right? I think so too. Don't you think it will degenerate into Jim Lee doing covers after a month or so? I mean, yeah, maybe the first couple months, and then you see him doing some covers and some splash work, or you know, powers except for being kind of crazy, and then he's all power and doesn't really have any 
brain, right? Well, well, for the most part, as far as I can tell. She has the power of insanity. She doesn't know that she can't do anything. Right. All kinds of jokes that can make her That's what makes her dangerous. The most obvious joke you can say is my wife has the same power set as Harley Quinn. We should talk about the books, but actually I want to talk about Amanda for a second. And as we know, Amanda is exclusive to Jimmy. Most of the time, yes. At least the ones I know of. But now we're really happy to say now she's exclusive DC Comics as well. Yes. You know, this is... Anna Connor's exclusive DC too. They got a lot of... They're making sure to sign a lot of exclusive... Thank you. I, I think part... The two things about the exclusive... I think this makes sense, this doesn't it? Really with power coming out of... Because this is the part that I do that often and I miss the most is that I am contractually obligated to draw at least three books for you. So I'm really excited to do that. And the other part of my contract, which you guys clearly did not see, is you were supposed to wear your Green Lantern suit, and you were supposed to make your, your Batman suit, and you were supposed to dress as Wonder Woman. And what happened? Anne has the chance for that, too. So Wonder Woman. Of course, she wants to, get, to D you up as a girl. That makes perfect sense, actually. <laughs> hey, as long as the creators keep ripping on Dan DeDio, I'm happy. Yes. Well, it'd be like a constant. Yeah. So after these group of books, we got a very few books and we left, to right? Before, yeah. Before Green Arrow. Harley, there's the Teen Titans book, which I'm still interested in hearing what's going to happen with that. Where's the, uh, there's the other Justice League book. Where's Gail? We still don't know where Jeff Johns is going. Where's Gail Simone going? Not, maybe nowhere. She was, she was not on the Batgirl on the Birds of Prey. Thank you. Which I, I, what a get to get the writers of the 100. Yeah, you know, they're running out of time here because if their hour and a half block is almost up, so it'll be interesting to see if. Here they go. And the last couple books are real by. Some we haven't touched upon, so I'm going to play the lightning round between Tiffany and Jeff. Lightning round. Here we go. All right, we're going to try and get through them really quick for you guys, but there's a lot. Green Arrow. Green Arrow. Twice monthly. Ben Percy. Interesting. Okay. Green Canary and Black Canary. Green Arrow and Black Canary finally meet. Scott oh my god, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaw is still written by Scott Lobdell. Holy crap, are you kidding? Next up, the Artemis and Bizarro. Artemis and Bizarro? This will be Strange. Very. Oh, Moriat on Hellblazer. Moriat's on Hellblazer? Perfect. Perfect period. Uh, we got him on Deathstroke. It is Moriat's a, the most perfect uh, Deathstroke series twice monthly. Interesting. But still shooting people. Christopher Priest? That's interesting. He's a hardcore sci-fi. It's really smart. It's really good. That's interesting. And I think we're really proud of his take on Deathstroke. Really exciting to have. Trivia, he once pitched a Doctor Who That's tomato soup, actually. Just hit a ball spaghetti. I don't believe him for a second. Next up, we've got Batman Beyond with Dan Jurgens. Batman and Beyond, Dan Jurgens, Bernard Chang, so no real changes there. Yeah, that's fine. But that's been been October starts in October with month. So that's going to be a bit of a delay, I guess. Lots of excitement for that one. Next, we've got Blue. And Terry McGinnis is back. Do you hear that? Yep, Terry McGinnis. Okay. Yeah, good, good, this good. This is one of my favorites. This is Jaime Reyes uh, with his mentor, Ted Cord. Okay. I'm, I'm hesitant. So Ted Cord and Jaime Reyes. I'm Blue Beetle. I'm, I'm, I'll buy that. I'll watch that. Teen Titans, Ben Percy, John Boy Myers, monthly starting in October. And that's definitely Damien. Damien leading the Titans. Damien leads Teen Titans. Perfect. That's awesome. Really fun book. And you know, guys, Titans and Teen Titans. And it makes sense. That's, that's a, a real important uh, corner for DC. Uh, we spend a lot of time with, with Dan on Titans, with Ben on Teen Titans. We got to get this stuff right. Uh, it's really important. So we're trying to get the Teen Titans right. Smart. Yeah, it is. Starfire. Um, 
and, uh, and a little bit different. Looks like Starfire, Raven. Two more that there are a lot of secrets with, but Wonder I'm going to mention the titles. We've got Super Sons and uh, Justice League yes. Erica. Okay, Super, Super Sons. Sons. Uh, Which also has Damien. Son of Superman meets Son of Batman. Um, uh, Damien Superboy team up book. Just League of America, which you can't talk about. Which they're not revealing the teams. <laughs> Just League of America, no, but no information, so but I, I would put money on the fact that Jeff Johns is going to be on Just League of America. Yes. Because he, he immediately was like, nope, we can't talk about that. April 13th in stores. So if you missed anything, all the info will be in there. And then make sure you guys keep an eye out for digitally. It's going to come out early next week. And, uh, I guess I'll talk about. I think it's time. Special? Let's talk about the special. Uh, maybe we can show this, the full cover of the, of the DC Universe. All right, so where's the other half? Here we go. Here's yeah, the other the half. Full cover. Very okay. beautiful. Gary okay. Frank okay. Um, okay. That's, that's still not explaining who the other person is, so that's not the other half we want to see. Thanks, that we wanted to see the other half. The DC Universe. Where, As I what said, behind in the white bubble. Uh, fate of another character is sealed. Uh, the biggest secret in the DC Universe is revealed. No Shazam book. Um, that sucks. There is so much in this 80-page giant. I love that it's 80 pages, too. Like, I implore you guys to, when you get it, like, stay off the Internet for, like, three months before it comes out. That's now. Um, <laughs> honestly, stay off, like, stay off the Internet for a couple of days. You know, it's healthy, probably. 80 pages is big. Uh, That's almost a graphic novel, you know? And, uh, and, and really yeah. enjoy this book. I, I, we worked really, really hard on it. And and hey, I've always loved there. the 80 pages. Honestly, some as long as it's not, like, a bunch so of different stories... Making you know, up 80 pages. pages. I, I, I always I love, love when it's like a super long story. That we feel we love what's I going like on, the fact that we're just doing this whole thing in one month. It and not six month limits series, not, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just pressing the button, let's go. Gotham City, if you look close in the clouds, you see a bat. And, um, and then it will open up like all, I think, great DC Universe stories do with Batman. And Batman's trying to solve a big, big problem, uh, with the Joker. And we go for Oh man, this is great. Very important to say about this, as Jeff said, it's an 80 page book, but we made our commitment to the fans, we made our commitment to price, and this will be out there for $2.99 as well. Big book, great price. Well, sure it's smart it. because basically yeah. the way, there's the no reason to the jack the price up. You want everybody basically a commercial chance, for you know, whatever's going to happen. He's not sharing anything with us, he wants to keep it a big secret, but he has shared it with some other folks, so let's run to the tape. Hey guys, Zack Snyder, director of Batman v Superman Dawn Justice. Just wanted to give a shout out to DC Universe's Rebirth, and I can't wait to read this. It's coming out in June. It's going to be amazing. Hello, this is Gal. That looks like a graphic novel. Can't wait to see this universe. But it's not coming out in June. They gave him the wrong date. I would read anything. June, wait. I thought it was coming out at the end of May. I love it. Jeff Johns is a effing genius, according to Ben Affleck. Well, you saw the completely unrelated that Jeff Johns is working with Ben Affleck to write the solo back. Yes, yes, yes. So they're probably actually, they have been hanging out. Yeah, so look, we've heard a lot from the writers. Um, we artists, we like to communicate through images rather than uh, verbose words. So uh, we're very proud of all the images. So that's all the announcements, together. huh? We have this amazing sizzle reel. We uh, This time around, um, we actually incorporate a lot more of the artists from the different books. They uh, contribute their own designs for the characters and really added to so the... We're going to see a sizzle reel of, of all of the, the art stuff. Cool. So the cool. art coming up. Of course, you as the viewers cannot see, or listeners cannot see this, but here's a humongous sizzle reel. And if, some of which we just saw during the actual presentation. Looks like it's all the art from the presentation. Yeah, it's the covers. It's, it's, yeah, it just looks exactly like all of the stuff we just already saw. Kid Flash and Starfire. 
Interesting. They never said any. Oh wait, no, they did say Green Lane, Green Arrow towards. Yeah, the Green end. Arrow got slipped in towards the end. They kill finally meet Black Canary. Well, they ate that a long time coming. You know. The the new Batgirl art looks sick, by the way. Yeah, that looks really good. On May 25th, Group photo. Group photo. Thank you guys all so much for joining us here at WonderCon and for all of you guys on the live stream as well. Make sure you share all the awesome news using the hashtag DC Rebirth and subscribe to DC All Access to get all of your DC news. Thanks, you guys. All right, so now that that is completely wrapped, so overall thoughts. I think that this looks good. Um, I have, yeah, I have more. Like, I was very critical about this at first, and, and I still have some reservations about the two, the twice monthly with the artist. But I, I am, I feel better because it really seems like they have a plan for the artist. Um, and I think we got everything we wanted here. I, I love Snyder's Batman. No secrets there, of course. But I also like the old team books. I like the old Batman family. I love Batman. Oh, this is a cool. Oh, this is kind of. You're seeing this lithograph. This is cool. This is the, um, the characters yeah. they were slowly revealing throughout the week during their little teases that they were doing. So Yeah, that is... Okay, yeah, and there was Harley Quinn that left. That was the one that for some reason I couldn't seem to figure out. But no, I think this is good. I think that we're all getting a little bit of what we wanted without throwing away, throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I mean, let's yeah. let's face it. The, one of the things that worked in the New 52, critically and by the sales numbers, was Snyder's Batman. We didn't lose that, but we got everything back that everyone was missing. I think this is one of those rare instances where as much as we like trying to rag on them and have fun with them sometimes, I think they may have actually got it right here. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think a lot of the changes that they're, you know, that they're talking about, I think are completely warranted. I guess the only thing out of all of these announcements that I was kind of like taken aback by is that Scott Lobdell is still uh. on Red Hood and the Outlaws. I cannot comprehend. <laughs> How that book does not get some sort of Isn't change. that the definition? They, re, they, they gave it a new number one and <laughs> still did it work. You know, they, they well, this will be the third time Red Hood will have a number one with Scott Lobdell attached okay. to it. Man, seriously. Like, but outside of that, let's not harp on the bad stuff. That's the only bad thing I saw. Uh, but like, I gotta say, I mean, like, I'm quite pleased by all the announcements. Uh, it really feels as if they are finally getting back to core of what everything should be. Yes, it's slightly unfortunate that there are certain titles that, you know, are getting canceled and things like that. But and the reality of it is, is I want quality stuff. And if the quality stuff is going to be, you know, specifically on the, you know, the meat and potatoes, as you put it, of all of the books, let's just do it and do it well. You know, I got to say, I'm probably like number one stoked for Detective Comics being a Bat Family book, Batwoman taking center stage in that title. You know, the entire team, it looks like Tim Drake is going back to being Robin in his 90s classic Robin outfit. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm, it's awesome. I, I think that this was great because I was scared at one was that we would see stuff that would make us upset and two would that they would throw everything good out. And I think that, Listen, there's a time where the only responsible thing you can do in anything in life, business or personal, is go, I screwed up. Let's fix it. You know what I'm saying? 
So yeah. I would much rather have them just step forward here and say, you know what? What we tried didn't work. Let's just fix it. Then endure this for five more years. Does that make any sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. Let's just fix it. Fine. Okay. You guys tried something that didn't work. Let's get back to the stuff that worked. I can live yeah. with that. And, and it's, it, it's smart because they're in some ways, you know, they're, they're, they're admitting that they, they made some mistakes. And I appreciate that because we knew that there were some mistakes right out the gate of new 52 that they were making. Some of the stuff that, you know, they changed with New 52 ended up for the best, but some of it ended up for a worser situation. And it's good to see that they have recognized that there are things that they have changed that have not worked and they are taking, they're, they're doing something to, you know, adjust that and fix it and get us back to, you know, something before. And the thing is like, you know, I really hope that, uh, like, based off of everything that they've announced today, it, I really hope that this is a successful event, like overall for DC, because I don't want this to not be a successful event and then them ha- have them questioning the direction of what they're doing a year from now, because at least the way everything's been portrayed during this live stream, it really seems like we're going in a really good direction. Yeah, and, and it seems like this is going the way it should go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, this is, I, I think that in when they went New 52, they just went too far. I get, I get what they were trying to do. I'm just cleaning up the timelines, but I, I'm happy about this. So yeah, I, this couldn't have turned out better. As it, you know, it's actually, I was definitely kind of critical about it. You know, I was worried going into it, but this is, I'm very happy. But well, like you said, Love Dell is on, what are we going to do about it? You know, like, yeah. obviously someone really likes having him on Red Hood because he's had three number one issues. Yes. So oh, yeah. I don't know if there's much we can do about it anymore. But uh, either way, we hope you enjoyed our, our coverage of the live stream. Uh, we're releasing, we're going to release this right away so that you guys can take a listen to this. And obviously, as, as mentioned in the last episode, we will be back on April 8th with a brand new episode covering the last three weeks and we'll get Stella's reactions to Rebirth. And we'll probably have a little bit more discussion in regards to Rebirth as well as a, as a full rundown of all the creative teams that have been announced. But in the meantime, we hope you enjoyed our, our, our live reactions to the live stream and, uh, hope you're excited, as excited as we are for what's to come with DC Rebirth. So for that, this has been Dustin. This is Ed. And we will see you guys in just a little over two weeks, or a little under two weeks. 